Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. The Hawks are on a two-game slide. They're closing out this year against the Lakers, and we got some Nate McMillan talk. Stick around. It's the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and ambitious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man Edub taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. Got to start up the show by saying happy holidays. I hope everyone has enjoyed their Christmas. If you did some traveling like I did, I hope you're back safely. And if not, I hope you're still just enjoying your holiday with your family and all that jazz. And I uh, just wanted to send peace and love to everyone taking time out to listen to the show. So, um, as most of you guys know, I took some time off. Uh, now, I've been off from my main job, so I, I took some time away from the podcast as well. Didn't pod after the last two games. That's probably why the Hawks lost. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm playing. Um, but yeah, didn't podcast after uh, the last two games. And this podcast isn't really necessarily a recap of the Brooklyn game. This is kind of a let's see where we're at and look towards L.A., and just kind of talk about some things that I wanted to talk about. But first things first, man, as always, let me get rid of this housekeeping. So if you have stumbled onto the podcast and this is your first time in, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Edub. I am the host of this here podcast. And uh, I love the opportunity to earn your business if you are a Hawks fan or if you're just a Hoops fan, you know. Um, a big part of what we do is on social media. So connect with us. On Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at HawksBeat is how you get at us. Make sure you give us a like or follow. Also, we would love for you to subscribe to the podcast. That way, anytime we drop a pod, hit that bell icon, ding, ding, and uh, you'll be abreast as to whenever we drop an episode. So your support is greatly, greatly appreciated. And uh, yeah, we appreciate y'all. We are presented by the Minute Media Podcast Network. Shout out to the folks that cut the checks. What's up? (laughs) But uh, yeah, man. So uh, I got some things that I want to talk about. Again, not really going to talk too much about the Brooklyn game. 
I have my thoughts on it, but I'm kind of want to move forward because I didn't really sit down and watch it. I was kind of kind of watching bits and pieces. I didn't take notes, but for what it's worth, I thought that they played well without Trey, and um, I thought they gave Brooklyn all they had. It came down to that last possession, and a lot of people kind of feel a way about how that last possession could have gone. Should DeJounte have called a timeout? Should he have just gone? Uh, Nate was like, I just told him to go, you know. That could have gone either way. It could have gone either way, to be honest with you. You know, if he makes a shot, we're not talking about it. We're not talking about it. And hindsight is so easy in sports. It's so easy in sports to say, oh, he should have done this, right? But, um, yeah, so it's 50-50, however you feel on it. It's not really, it's not really, you know, um, it's just kind of a hard judgment call. It's a hard judgment call, but uh, DeJounte made the play that he played. I, I didn't really like the shot, um, shooting over double two people. If you go back and look at it, bogey was kind of open. But, you know, hey, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Um, and and I'll be honest with you. Realistically, I, I didn't get a Hawks a chance last night. Like, I didn't think they was going to win. I didn't think they was going to come close to winning last night, to be honest with you, because Brooklyn came in here hot. I think they had won like nine or ten in a row. I think it was nine because I think the number is 10 for them now. Uh, they won 10 straight games. But, I mean, Hawks put up a good fight. However, however, <laughs> you don't get you don't get style points. You don't get points for putting up good fights. So, um, yeah. So, let's get, into it. let's get to it. Let's get to it. First things first. If you heard my last podcast, and I think that it was uh, a few nights ago, I talked about the Hawks finally having their dogs back, finally having their guys back. And a few nights ago, it was the first time they had everybody back for a game and nobody was on the injury report list. Nobody missed a game. Nobody was even hurt. That lasted for a half. (laughs) It lasted for a half before DeAndre Hunter rolled his ankle. And then later on, Clint Capella had a calf issue. Then a game later, Trey had an issue with his leg or his ankle or no, it was a calf contusion. That's why he missed last night's game. I don't have a lot of points and a lot of takeaways from today's show. But my first one is this. And I want you, I want you to be I want to be clear when I say this. If these dudes ain't going to play, <laughs> you might as well get ready for the play in. That's basically what this season has come down to. If y'all dudes ain't going to play, if y'all ain't going to be healthy, you might as well get ready for the play-in. Real quick, if you're kind of new to the podcast, you're new to the basketball, the play-in is uh, when the NBA starts their new playoff format. So the new playoff format is one through six, I believe. And then teams that are the seventh, eighth, ninth seed, they have a play-in game to play into the playoffs. Like you get, it's like win or lose. It's like a, a like a sudden death like type of play-in tournament. You really don't want to be there. You want to position yourself to be one of those top six seeds, so you don't have to do all the foolishness of playing in to get in. And then, you know, it's just a lot. Hawks were there last year. Go check out. You know, go Google it. <laughs> so, if y'all dudes ain't gonna play, you might as well get ready for the play-in. Because this team just can't seem to stay healthy. 
they can't seem to stay healthy. And this team does not have the depth to go out and win ball games consistently. They can win ball games, but they do not have the depth to win consistently to make them a top six team. They simply don't have it. And you know, when everyone was in, when everyone was playing and everybody was like, yo, everyone's everyone was 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 healthy. You're like, OK, here we get roll. I'm like, yo, here we go. Here we go. You heard me on the podcast. I'm like, yo, you got all your dogs back. Go get these guys in the standings. Go chase, you know, New York. Go chase Miami. This, that and the other. And it lasted a half. It lasted a half. Now, I don't know who to blame for people getting hurt. I don't think you can blame anybody. I mean, is it a, is it a, a, a situation of circumstance? Is it guys uh, not training? Is it a, the athletic trainer? I don't know. The fact of the matter is, y'all dudes can't stay healthy. You can't stay healthy. If you can't stay healthy, then you need to get ready for the play-in. Because if we're going to do this all week, because look, here's the thing. They play the Lakers on Friday, right? They play the Lakers on Friday. If you were to ask me, okay, if you were to, if you were to invite me onto your show and say, yo, E, what do you think the Hawks' chances are on Friday? I don't know. Well, number one, the injury report hasn't come out, so I don't know who's going to play, who's not going to play. Chances are somebody's going to be hurt. I don't know who, but I can get, I, I can pretty much guarantee somebody going to get hurt. Somebody going to be hurt. And that's a problem because the Hawks aren't built to withstand these types of injuries. They just gonna be a 500 ball club all season long. After not last night's loss, the Hawks are currently 17 and 18, which is a game below 500. They are currently ninth in the East. They are four and six in their last 10 games. This is who this talks team is. This is who they are. I know a lot was been said about DeJounte coming in and, and this, that, and that. There were lofty goals, lofty expectations, probably more than I've ever seen in my nine years covering the Hawks. However, if you can't have guys on the field, on the court, that's just what it is. That's just what it is. Here's what we're going to do. Take a quick break. On the other side of the break, we're going to preview the Lakers game a little bit. We're going we're gonna to delve into some numbers, and I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm going to pull back the curtain. And we're going to talk a little Nate McMillan. We're going, we're going to get a little raw today, all right? We're going to get a little raw. I'm going to shoot it to you quick. I'm going to shoot it to you honest. And we're going to have a discussion about Nate McMillan, all right? Stick around. It's your man, E-Dub. You're listening to the Hogspeed Podcast. We'll be right back. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. 
That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. All right, folks, welcome back. This is the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man, Edub, talking a little Atlanta Hawks and the injury bug that this team can't seem to shake. Um, Hawks take on the L.A. Lakers on Friday night. LeBron James will be in the building. Uh, it's going to be his birthday, so I, I don't know how that's going to play. Is he going to celebrate here in Atlanta? I don't know. Bron, Bron, if you if you gonna celebrate, holla at your boy. Let me let me you know. Let me know what's good. Let me come through. I'll bring a bottle of something. It ain't gonna be expensive, but uh, <laughs> I'll bring a I'll bring a little something. But yeah, Lakers aren't gonna be in town. The Lakers are having their own injury problems with mainly uh, Anthony Davis. He can't stay healthy, but we know the deal on Anthony Davis. That dude get hurt on his day off. But the Lakers are fourteen and twenty one. Uh, they are four and six in their last 10 games. And like I said, there's no injury report that has been released on this game yet. But uh, I don't I don't I have no idea how this game is even going to remotely shake out. I know the L.A. Lakers are not very good at playing the game of basketball right now. <laughs> They're not very good. This is a makeshift team, and I'm surprised LeBron hasn't gotten anybody fired because you don't. Bron, Bron, his time is, is ticking, and you, they just got him surrounded by a bunch of scrubs that can't shoot. Like I don't know where and when this happened, but man, it's bad out there in L.A. So uh, definitely, even if the Hawks don't have their full team, I still think it's a winnable game for them. But uh, yeah, it's going to be Bron's birthday. Lakers are a bad ball club, but I don't know which Hawks team is going to show up, to be honest with you. I don't know which Hawks team is going to show up. I don't know which bodies are going to be available. But even I think if you have the team that showed up last night, you you run those guys back. I think it is a winnable game. So um, I want to address the elephant in the room. I went on to Reddit and Reddit is a it is a very unique place. <laughs> it is a very unique place. The first thing I saw when I logged on to Hawks Reddit was Fire Nate. <laughs> Fire Nate. And so we're going to talk about it. All right. We're going to talk about it. You guys know how I feel. I think it's easy. 
it's easy as a fan to just say fire the coach. It's easy to just say, hey, the team's not playing well, got to fire the coach. And I think there is a level of culpability that a coach needs to have when a team is underperforming. However, my job is to be level-headed and to look at the entire scope of the situation. That means if there's any nuance, I need to try to find the nuance, right? If there's any mitigating factors, I need to, I need to search those. I need to look at these things without the guys or the umbrella of emotion, if that makes sense. So let's talk Nate McMillan, right? Let's talk Nate McMillan. So for the record, if you were to ask me, do I think Nate McMillan leads his team to a championship? My answer would probably be no. I don't think he's a championship type coach that will bring his team to a championship. However, do I think Nate is a good coach? Yeah, I think he's a good coach. I think he's probably better than most. I think that he has pedigree. He's a little old school, which, you know, you can see it as a good thing or a bad thing, depending on probably your age. (laughs) But uh, I think Nate is a decent coach. I think that he has his flaws is just like any coach, just like any coach. However, um, so if if you are of the of the stance of Nate just needs to be fired and they need a fresh start and they need to, you know, they need to get something going and firing the coaches the way I will present this to you. And I think I've kind of hit on some of these points. So if I'm if you've heard these and I'm repeating myself, forgive me. But um, in the podcasting land, there's always new followers and new listeners. So I'll try to be kind of brief. Here's the thing with Nate McMillan. I believe he has two more years on his contract. When you fire a coach, you still have to pay them until they get another job. You still have to pay them their money, their contract. It's like guaranteed bread. Like they got to get that bread, you know, until they sign another contract with another team. So you're basically going to pay a coach to go away if you fire him before his contract. Now, one thing we do know about Tony Wrestler is that, yeah, he, he'll, he'll break the bread. He'll spend the money, but he's not going to spend, spend the money, right? You all know what I'm talking about. In the beginning of the season, a lot of folks was asking, are the Hawks going to go into the, the income, the luxury tax, by paying more salary than is allowed? So the luxury tax is an issue where I'd probably have to spend another podcast on it if you don't understand it but if you don't understand just google it um so yeah everyone's like oh is nate gonna is, is tony gonna go into the tax tony's like yeah we're not afraid of the tax we're going to the tax and then he makes these moves that are keeping the hawks underneath the tax <laughs> like kevin heard a move i think the, the 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 move to get john collins i think all those trade rumors are probably money motivated Letting you know that Tony might not be so inclined to enter into the tax. Knowing this about your owner, knowing this about your owner, how likely is he to fire a coach, pay him his bread over the next two years, and then at the same time pay big money for a new coach? Everyone's all like, Mike D'Antoni, we need Kenny Atkinson. Those guys are not going to be cheap. So if you think that firing Nate is going to bring you in Kenny Atkinson or Mike D'Antoni, I'm not going to say it's not possible. 
I will say it's probably not likely because Nate has two more years on those contract and Tony doesn't seem like the type of dude that wants to pay him two years, all that bread he owes him, and then pay big money for a big coach when he's already paying the point guard. He's already paying the two guard. He's playing the center and he's paying the power forward. Everybody's got contracts and he's paying bogey. He's paying all that bread. So from a money standpoint, I just don't see it happening about Nate getting fired unless something colossal happens. Now, would Nate being fired be best for the team? I don't know. Let's look at the numbers. And you guys know I'm not a big numbers guy. But let's let, 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 let's kind of tip our toe into the numbers, right? Let's tip our toe into the numbers. The Hawks are 14th offensively in this league, which means they score 114 points a game, which is good for about half. It's better than half, right? There's 30 teams in the league, and you're 14th. You're doing better than half the teams. Is it elite? No, I wouldn't say it was elite. You got a really good point guard. You got a really good two guard. And by most part, the offense is pretty efficient. Now, if you want to bang Nate on something, you can bang him on the team not closing games out. All right? So here are the two things I think you can bang Nate. You can bang team. Uh, there, there's two things that you look at this Hawks team and you say this is a problem. One, they don't close out teams in the fourth quarter. They let leads slip away, which kind of happens in every league. But, you know, it's whatever. They let these leads slip away in the fourth quarter, and they don't have the bodies available. Now, if you had the bodies available, would the, the fourth quarter collapses probably be less? Probably so. All right, so if you had the bodies, you probably wouldn't have lost some of these fourth quarter collapses that you had, right? So if you're now 17 and 18, and let's say you had three or four fourth quarter collapses, and let's say, I don't know, maybe you have two instead of four. You're already above 500. That would make you, what, 19 and 17 or, or something like that? That would make you above 500. And you would probably be a top six team or close to it. So, can you blame Nate for that? Yeah, I mean, there, there's culpability there. Because you still got to coach the guys out there playing. And they still have some culpability as the head coach. Right? So, here's the thing. They're 14th offensively. Where are they defensively? Defensively? They are 12th in defensive rating. They are 12th, which is better than more than half of the league. They made those moves to get rid of Kevin Herter. They brought in the guys like the Holiday Brothers, and they go out in guys who have a little bit more defensive acumen on that second unit, right? You got a Kongu playing there. You got, you know, A.J. Griffin, who's, well, we're, not, we're talking about defense, so let me not really <laughs> bring his name up. But you're 12th defensively. Defensive rating. Are they the best defensive team? No, absolutely not. Like, the perimeter defense is horrible. It is horrible. Um, it's really bad. Like, it's really bad. Like, and when you have a game like the other night where DeAndre Hunter doesn't play and Clint Capella doesn't play, it looks really bad because none of those guys play defense. They let, they simply don't play defense. And when you got to move John to the five, you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, John's good, but, you know. I don't really like him defensively at the five, but that's a whole another podcast. So these are the problems that Nate has incurred. This team has good, bad perimeter defense, and they don't close out games well, and they can't stay healthy. So let's scratch the stay healthy thing because Nate doesn't really have any control over that, right? 
closing out games and not good defensively. Let's say you bring in a defensive coach. Who was the best defensive coach you could ever think of? Let's say we bring in Red Arbach. Red Arbach. Let's say we raise Red Arbach from the grave and let him coach this Hawks team. Do you think that he is going to make this team a better perimeter defensive team? No, I don't think so. I don't know what coach would make this team a better defensive team. And so is the problem the execution or is the problem the personnel? I would side on the problem is probably the personnel. You just don't got defensive dogs on this team. You simply don't have them. You might have an upgrade from what you had last year. And defensive rating 12th like in the league of 30 is not necessarily that bad. But it isn't. It's not really good. <laughs> it's not really good, right? And so, where do we stand with Nate? Where do we stand with Nate? Let's do this. I want you to tweet me. If you're on Twitter, if you're on Facebook, if you're on Instagram, send a message. If you're on Instagram, leave a spot on the page. If you're on Facebook, if you're on Twitter, just tweet me. Let me know if you're listening to this podcast. Tweet me your thoughts on Nate McMillan. I don't care either way. I really don't. It really doesn't make me any better. It really doesn't. I'm going to get paid regardless. <laughs> Let me know if you want him gone or if you want him to stick around for a little bit or you just don't know. Tweet me your thoughts on Nate McMillan. I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you. All right, I want I want to hear your thoughts on Nate McMillan because I love, first of all, I love fan feedback. I love when you guys... Um, give me your thoughts and your voices and your thoughts because you guys have an insight into this team that I don't. And that's the fan element. So tweet me your thoughts on Nate McMillan, why he should be your coach, why he shouldn't be the coach, or why you don't really know. <laughs> and I would appreciate that. That will be really dope. And then we'll go from there. All right. But as for now, uh, I think his job's pretty safe. I think his job's pretty safe unless something colossal happens. Now, we got to look at the schedule before we go. Before we go, we just got to look at the schedule real quick. I got Friday at the Lakers. The Hawks are starting the new year out west. They are going, going back, back to Cali. Cali. They are going back to Cali, man. They are have a west coast road trip next week starting the 2nd of January. The greatest month of the year, might I add. <laughs> greatest month of the year. That Monday, they will be at the Golden State Warriors, who, uh, although they do not have Steph Curry, they still got some ball players out there. They will be in Sacramento on Wednesday, and Sacramento has proven to be much better this year. They have the Lakers on Friday, which will be the third game of a road trip, which is going to be tough. And then they have the, Sac the L.A. Clippers on Sunday. So that is a week full of games out west in California. I don't have any clue of how this team's going to respond. I don't know which bodies are going to be available. All I know is you better get some of them games. Because, bruh, if you go out there and you and you swing and you whiff and you only bring back like one win, whoo, it might get ugly. It might could get ugly. Because when you come back home, you know the team is going to be waiting for you when you play? The Milwaukee Bucks, <laughs> the world champion Milwaukee Bucks, right? So 
Uh, this schedule to start out 2023 is not kind. It's not kind, but we're going to see. We're going to follow and see what this what direction this team takes. But I will say this. This team's not going to go anywhere if you don't have the healthy bodies. That's pretty much case in point. That's what it is. But nevertheless, the Hawks beat's going to be here covering the games, talking about the games, podcasting, doing what we do all season long. Win or lose, rain or shine. <laughs> so, uh, again, thank you guys for checking out the Hawks beat podcast. We're going to put a bow on this thing right Yeah. And I uh, hope you guys are enjoying your holidays. And uh, let's let, let's bow it up. Here we go. Uh, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-B-E love. We out. Peace. Free beats.io. Free beats.io. Free beats.io. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.